Take two. Yo, what's good, everyone? I am Antonio Knox, and this is The Gradient Radio, a show for creatives by creatives. <laughs> yeah, we are working on an intro. If you listen to the, like, the last three episodes, you, you would realize there was no real cohesion to the intro, but we're, we're working on that. Now you have me. And now I have Alex. And speaking of Alex, today she is our guest, one of the most extraordinary humans and amazing, amazing, amazing creative. She's done so many things in the creative space and, you know, she's making a a name for herself. How are you today? I'm good, sir. How are you? Uh, I'm trying to figure out, trying trying to figure things out. I live in trying to figure it out. <laughs> That's a great space to be, honestly. Yeah. Because it's like you're constantly learning and putting yourself in positions to feel uncomfortable. Yeah, and I don't have the pressure to like feel like I, I got it right or like I know everything. Facts. So, yeah. Facts. You know, we, we've definitely seen so many people who feel as if like they know things, they know it all, and you know, often they put themselves in positions to look really foolish. Mm-hmm. I don't want to ever be that, even when I do know. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 One thing I realized as a person who's, like, constantly doing things or just, like, reading things, I've come to the conclusion that I don't know anything at all. Mm. Because there's, like, so much knowledge and things are, like, constantly changing. Yeah. That it's, like, it's impossible to know it all. It really is. Right. If, If there was a pill that gave you the ability to know it all, would you take the pill? No. Why not? Because I don't want to have a big head like Megamind. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, um, I don't know because I, I feel like that would take the fun out of learning new things, experiencing new experiences. Like if you know everything already, like because there's so much to that, like different cultures and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to know everything. Yeah, yeah, that that seems like a burden to, re- to be honest. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I read a quote or it was a passage a couple of years ago and it said that some of the creative people, not not the creatives, but some of the most intelligent people out there are really depressed because like they know too much. Yeah. Like they know, like they know too much. They know too much. And then everybody's coming to the, you for the answer. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. I like to sleep. So <laughs> <laughs> sleeping is good. <laughs> But yes, um, like I said, today's guest is Alex Black. And, you know, for those people who may not know who you are, could you please introduce yourself? Oh, you know, I'm just a regular girl out here um, trying to get these stories off. Like, I don't, since I'm a baby in this, (laughs) I don't think that there's a specific title um, that I have or that you could put me in right now. Um, I'm just someone who always has a bunch of ideas. I like to express them visually and put the content out for people to enjoy. Yeah. So whether that's coming up with shows, helping people out with ideas that they had have, you know, helping them flesh out their ideas, hosting shows, you know, different things like that. You know, that's that's kind of where I live in right now. Yeah, I think that's a great place to be in, honestly. Mm. I mean, for all of the things that you've you've accomplished, um, 
for all of the things you've accomplished and you know feeling as if like you are a baby in the game mm. you know could you speak a little bit more to that yeah um well honestly like i don't feel like i have a whole bunch of accomplishments under my belt yeah. mainly i just be working with you <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean so um i think i don't know i think like Obviously, my biggest thing that people know me for is Music Heals, right? Yeah. Um, Which is your idea? Is my idea. Um, that's probably the only thing that I'm a part of that's been solely my idea. Mm. Um, and so I just started that. It's been, what, five years? Five years in September. Yeah. Um, that, that we, you know, put that on. Um, that's been my only thing. And I've just been learning since then um so that's why i feel like i'm still a baby i don't have a bunch of projects under my belt i don't have a lot of technical skills um and sometimes it takes me a while to figure out what i want to do like i remember early on i thought it was photography right bought all of the cameras bought all of the things and then quickly learned like i don't have the eye and that's okay you know what i mean sometimes you got to try things out to to realize that okay, this isn't for me. So I took an L on that. But in taking that L, I realized that movement is my thing, like a visual movement mm. versus a still as in photography. So shows. Yeah. Um, and that's where, it, and even with that, you still have to have like the, the, the groundwork for some photography, like aperture and f-stops and, you know, ISO, different things like that. So um, I don't know any of it. <laughs> I know about it, but I don't have like those skills under my belt yet. So I still have the the room to grow in those areas. Yeah. At least I know now. Yeah, I mean, you know, you speak about photography that kind of like bring brings back memories. Because mm. I remember, you know, I think like when we first met, and at that time you was working with Daniel. Yeah. But then like a little bit after that, you were like taking photos for your in church at the time right mm -hmm. yeah and i remember like that immediately came to my mind when you were showing me like some of the shots that you were doing I forgot I did that. <laughs> oh my god right well that was like wait over, over five years ago yeah, something like that. that was yeah 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 wow <laughs> <laughs> dang i was out here i sure was yeah wow yeah the, the memories are real well you know my memory bad so yeah. <laughs> i forgot <laughs> sorry y'all yeah, so you know, I definitely feel as if as if you have a unique perspective of things because you, you do feel as if like you are new in the game mm -hmm. or a baby in the game. Yeah. But even though you feel as if as well that you haven't done so many things, mm -hmm. there are things you have done. And so I definitely want to speak to like music hills and where that idea came from mm -hmm. and how you then started to like implement it. So Music Hills is an idea that I had many a year ago. Um, when I was, I first moved back from New Jersey to back to Richmond. Mm -hmm. And I was staying with my aunt and Saturday morning, you know, clean up or whatever. At that time, like I had begun collecting vinyl um, and I had a record player that I could actually listen to it. Um, and I remember putting on this Earth, Wind & Fire record is Spirit by Earth, Wind & Fire. That's the specific record I was listening to. And my aunt came by, and she was like, girl, this album got me through my freshman year of college. And I was like, you 
you know what? It's probably a lot of people out there who have stories set to music, like just like you did. So, you know, I was just talking to her about it, and and you know, I said music, and you know, she said something about music, and I was like, music heals, and I was like, oh mm. shoot, that's it. And me being me, not, not I hadn't even. I think maybe I knew of you. We worked together on some things, but I don't think we 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 weren't heavy in the game with each other yet. Okay. Um, and so I, you know, I write things down. So I wrote it down, and I kept on like building that idea out. You know, getting little pieces of what I wanted to do. You know, looking at people around the city to get a list of names of who I wanted to come on, um, and things like that. Because I remember after that, that's when I when I had like a little bit of a list going on. That's when I hit you up and we met at Brewers. And we sat in Brewers all day. Yeah. Like, and built that idea out. And I remember, like, thinking that these people were, like, so far out there. You know what I'm saying? That that they couldn't be attainable. And you was like, I hit them up right now. You got right on that phone, like, and it was like, boop, Liney B, boop, you know what I'm saying? Dre Eastwood, boop, 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 both fields. Yeah. And it just was, and it's crazy that I had, like, you know, those caliber of people on the first, like, season. Season. Or in the volume. first couple, yeah, volume. first volume, yeah. the first couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like I said, you know, you and I were there for the majority of the day. And by the time we left out of there, the only thing we needed was a location to shoot. Mm hmm. And the owner, AJ Brewer, shout out to AJ. AJ was like, what y'all been doing in there out there? <laughs> <laughs> and we told him about the idea, and, and then he thought it was dope, and we just needed the place to shoot. But he was like, y'all can shoot it here. Yeah. So that man, That's when he, first like, opened up too. he first opened up, yeah. and he opened up his space to us for the free. Mm-hmm. Would come, like, after work, you know what I'm saying? After he closed up the shop and let us be in there yeah. uh, for hours. But he was enjoying it, too. He was enjoying, like, you know, for that sure. experience yeah. right along with us. Um, and that's just crazy how, you know, we, we, we put it out there um, and it just, you know, took off like that. But I think it was important for me to, even though I may sit on ideas for too long, mm-hmm. I'm always going to come with some level of preparedness, though. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I definitely want to go back to when you said you feel as if like we weren't like relatively close at that point mm-hmm. because you know I, I think we were a lot closer than you uh, uh, imagine mm. as of now and I I only say that because I was my camera like stopped like working. I forget that too. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 My. I had a cannon at the time, and I went to, like, the sand dunes and the, what, uh, Outer Banks. Mm-hmm. And um, the camera that I had at the time was my first camera I ever bought. And we went to the Outer Banks getting, like, some fire shots of, like, the sand dunes and all of that. But because it was one of my first cameras, mm. it wasn't, like, super expensive. Mm-hmm. That also meant that it didn't have some features that would come with, come with like, some of the older some of the best model yeah. cameras mm. and so it wasn't like weather seal yeah it wasn't weather seal and so like the whole day when i was like taking pictures or videos sand was blowing within the camera at <laughs> sand was coming into the camera and so i didn't realize it until mm. later on when i tried to cut it on mm. and i heard nothing but sand mm. <laughs> mm. in the camera 
and I, I guess like one day me and Alex met up and I was just kind of like telling her about like everything that was happening with my camera and me trying to get a new camera that she in, like invested what I think like $250 at that time for me to get a new camera. So I think you completely forgot about that moment. I did. I did. Because you know what? Like we were cool, but I think we weren't on the level that we are now. Right. We we definitely got closer after that. So my main reasoning behind that wasn't even because of like our friendship. It was just because I knew how good of that you were at your job. And I didn't want your works to cease just because you didn't have the mm. equipment that was needed. And so I had the money and I just gave it to you like, cause I wanted you to keep producing. Yeah. So, yeah, no, nah, it, it was, it was definitely a blessing to me. And I definitely wanted to like throw black that throw back that mm. blessing when it came to, you know, assisting you when it came to mm. like the music hills and bro i didn't even know like that i'm i'm today years old we've been working together for like it's been like six seven years yeah yeah. and i'm just not connecting the dots as like i did that and this is how you showed your gratitude Mm -hmm. you know with helping me with everything yeah wow yeah thank you you know you know the power of like paying it forward Mm. it's just like you just never know how that's going to come back to you mm-hmm. and it's going to come back to you in many, in many ways. And, and from you taking that step for, for doing music hills and the, the doors that opened up the relationships that you created, mm-hmm. the, well, the relationships that you forced it. Yeah. Um, can you kind of speak to, you know, going after music hills and then what transpired afterwards? Yeah. So, um, at that time, like, you know, bef- beforehand, like you said, I was working with Daniel, DR3, um, you know, very talented rapper, engineer, producer um, in the city. And that's where, like, I cut my teeth, like, with a lot of things. That's where I met a lot of people who are movers and shakers, so to speak, in the city. So I kind of had some idea of, like, who to go for. Um, and I really had to get over not being comfortable <laughs> going up to people and being like, hey, can you come on my show? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because these people, oh, man, they like they didn't know me, um, you know. And I, and I have this idea. I remember, like, it was Manchester Manifest, for example, and Big Rich and Hip Hop Henry. Um, you know, they were t- under the Cheats movement um, at that time. And so they're big. And so, you know, it took, I'm talking to both fields. I'm just standing out there. I'm like pacing, like, okay, I got, I got to do this, you know, cause I had already had Bo on the show by that point. Yeah. Um, and it took a while and it was, and it was hard, like, but I did it. I walked up to them and I said, Hey, you know, I, whatever I said, I have this show. I would like for you to come on. You know, we talk about music, blah, blah, blah. And honestly, like f- from then it kind of took off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, after we, because I had them on the later episodes, but after we put out Bruce, Joey Gallo, Dre Eastwood, and them and, and the platforms that they have, them sharing it, people, I started to go out to places for networking purposes. I remember the night I went to uh, Noah O's, like, release party or something like that, and 
Ricky Parker was like, you're Alex Black? And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I know Ricky, right? Everybody yeah. knows Ricky. Yeah. And he was like, so you're Alex Black, all of this stuff. And then, like, Michael Millions was in the back. We were at Black Iris. And then he was like, yo, you do music here? When y'all going to get me on this shit? Like, I was like, wow. That, that was, like, that was probably the best night mm. that I had. I, I still remember that vividly because it just was, like, so gratifying you know what i mean i felt like that confirmation like okay i got something good here yeah. that people want to be a part of so yeah yeah it's it seems like that was like a moment for you it was a moment sure. a moment in time that you will always remember it was on, on like creatively and i met a guy who like worked for some news station or something like that and we were just chopping it up it's actually dj mento's brother he was in town okay and um then he was telling me like he was like yo you know people pay people like you like who have ideas and they pay people like you to come up with the ideas for 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 shows yeah i never thought about that like that so yeah. he was the first person you know just for me just talking to say you can do this you can make money from this and this could be like a profession mm. so that was a great night <laughs> shoot <laughs> so th that also changed your perspective of, of like your ideas right mm -hmm. i can imagine that like you saw much more you saw much more value in your ideas at that point when he kind of affirmed for sure your your your, your position mm -hmm. at that time yeah 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 because i'm like a positionless player right now like you know there's no i never know what to call it i never know what category to to put myself in so yeah 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 Nah, I definitely knew I had power like once you you told me about it yeah. because when you said when you when you told me about the story of how you got the epiphany and you told me that and I was like that's a real thing because mm -hmm. I I remember I remember times in my life that there was like a soundtrack to something that got me through something yeah. or there was you know something that happened in that moment mm -hmm. in which the the music was the score mm -hmm. for that 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 particular scene or whatever and i'm yeah. like yo like that's super powerful and i understood like how many more other people felt that way so i already knew you had something yeah. i was like yo like we just need to kind of like get this out there mm -hmm. and you saw that other people as well just kind of like resonated with with it too yeah so do you have a favorite episode for music hills oh man Well, I never thought I'd be in the position where, like, you know, you see interviews with people and they got a CD or or, or album coming out and somebody says, pick your favorite track. And they were like, I can't just pick one. <laughs> <laughs> this is my baby. Like, now nah, I'm like, I never thought I'd be in a position to feel like that. But I feel like that. And this is hard because I like so many different ones for so many different reasons. Um, dang, I got to divide that up by, like, categories that's, that's crazy because i thought you were gonna say mike's michael millions yeah and because like that don't stress me how, out the most how that even though like that was someone you recorded right because yes. I, I i was because I, I messed it up <laughs> i wasn't able to make it that day mm -hmm. but she was able to like do the recording uh, did you do the editing on that one as well mm -hmm. she did the editing on that one as well and ultimately like what transpired like afterwards from that yeah so like i thought that would do you want to kind of like speak to that a little bit? Yeah. Okay. So, the I think the reason why um, Michael, I wouldn't put it as my favorite okay. is just because 
how stressed out I was doing that without you. Like, little things that anybody else isn't going to realize. But I know, like, as he's doing his mic check verse, that the focus is going going out. <laughs> and I can't fix it. I did not know what button to push to get that thing back in focus. So, And he said that whole verse. And right as he finished, he went out of focus. I was That was nothing but God. Thank God. Because, like, you know, mic check, the mic check verses are one take. So it was that. Um, I remember my sister was having a baby, and that's when I, I set up all night wow. um, in the hospital editing it. Wow. <laughs> that that day, I said, folks in the waiting room, yo, look at this real quick. <laughs> you like this? <laughs> um, and so after that, you know, he spoke about D'Angelo's um, Brown Sugar album, another Richmond legend, um, D'Angelo. And um, we did it. It was great. I remember that day, like, AJ posted it, and he was like, yo, you got one of the best projects in the city. So, like, more affirming mm. things. And later on, um, when Michael was releasing his um, the, the latest album, um, he hit me up and was like, yo, basically, you know, he had just got off the phones with D'Angelo's people. Um, and they saw, like, an interview that he did, you know, and, and things like that, and... They basically, like, you know, let him get the samples, like, two two D'Angelo samples for free. So he had those on his album. One of my favorite songs, Black Sugar. <sighs> I love that song so much. And so, like, he just hit me. He was like, it's crazy because I don't ever answer, like, unknown numbers. But something told me to answer that number, um, you know, that day. And he did, and it was D'Angelo's people. And so the interview that they saw was the music hills i don't know how in the world that ha- i really don't know how that happened but he i remember him texting me like i just want you to know that the legend saw your work <laughs> that's crazy another one of those moments like like i hold on to um sometimes i'd be forgetting about it but yeah like your work really can have a reach that is beyond your imagination i honestly don't know how because we don't put music hills on youtube it's strictly on vimeo or if you know the actual page it's on instagram yeah yeah so that was that was a great moment um yeah i think that was a teaching lesson in 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 a sense that the work doesn't have to be perfect mm. Right, it doesn't have to be like this spectacular thing to be able to garner attention from like anybody. Yeah. As long as people understand the intent and the message behind it, then it's kinda gonna resonate with like other people. And even though as if even though like you hate it, you know, going through the process of like shooting and you didn't understand how to necessarily use the camera to its efficient level, you still were able to capture the essence mm-hmm. of what was happening. And he was still able to tell the story yeah. in which so many amazing things happened, like, afterwards. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so. And, you know, also, like, even though Mike was able to get those samples, it, it was also, like, a full circle moment for us when he got the samples because what happened afterwards? We were able to. Get what? Get at the ICA? Nah. Uh, the movie. <laughs> the movie child so when it came down to um us um needed to replace the copyrighted music that we had in the short film that we worked on healing check that out (laughs) once we release it um um, to the masses and so you know i'm freaking out like oh knox wants me to be a and r i don't know what that means i'm googling it i'm asking (laughs) friends what's an a and r um you know, like, all I know is rappers. I remember telling you that, like, all I know is rappers. <laughs> all you know is rappers. <laughs> and you was like, that's what we need. Oh, I got it then. 
Um, and so I hit Mike, and that that was just great because, honestly, nobody who I hit up gave me any pushback. Everybody immediately said yes. They didn't care about finding out any details about it. They didn't ask for costs. They didn't ask this and that. You know, he texted me back like, "Go ahead." You know, remember that? Remember I was recording it. Remember the moment I saw it? Like, and I, my I was just dumbfounded looking at my phone, and he was just like, "Yes," and it was because. When I went to your house that day to, to to do some editing for it, you had already put the song in there. So I'm hearing it and in, in how you placed it for the first time. Yeah. As soon as the scene changed and I heard that, that cassette tape start and then that drop, I was like, we absolutely have to have this. <laughs> I'm getting over whatever nervousness I have. I'm hitting Michael Millions right now. And he let us... Um, get that for the free and so he was able to put that in the film and I think that's so that dynamic about like what's going on in that scene and what this gritty song is sounding like you know what I mean like I love I love that yeah I felt like it was a perfect balance for sure it's a perfect balance you know it's like the yin to the yin to the yang yin to the yang for sure (sighs) so you you've had this idea of music hills Mm -hmm. You had it for like a couple of years mm-hmm. and then, you know, you, you paid it forward by allowing, well, by investing him to me to getting a camera. And then I wanted to pay you back because I was super grateful that I was able to get the camera. From that point on, we were able to find different guests, have different volumes from, from for Music Kills. And in that process, there was like a shift for you, mm-hmm. would you say, because you were learning about the process of like shooting videos, editing videos, but also you started to overcome reaching out to people. Yeah. Right. You started to, to build the confidence of going to like networking events and uh, just like developing new friendships Yeah. by having this idea and, you know, essentially going after it. Mm. Could you speak about that journey of, you know, starting from like where you started from and, you know, ultimately like being nervous about these things or feeling a particular way about these things and then over time having a confidence of where you are now yeah I think I mean and it took me all that time to get there um I told you I was gonna forget edit this out boop (laughs) (laughs) um no it took me that time to 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 gain that that confidence um in doing it and i still i still feel like that like obviously just a couple months ago we 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 needed to hit people up for their songs and i and i was still feeling that apprehension um but it's just something that sometimes you just got to get over it um and it's definitely something that comes with time but just working on music hills meeting new people putting myself out there it's just blossomed into other opportunities for myself is blossom into um, something that people recognize like the greatness in it or the, I wouldn't say greatness. I don't want to put myself out there like that, but the power in telling these stories and what they can do. And um, to this day, people come up to me on the street and be like, when is the show coming back? Like Mm -hmm. I, it's, it's time now. I'm, I still have an episode that I I know the album. (laughs) Shout out to Ron P. Sorry, Ron. Um, um, you know, and so that's just great, though, that 
I, I've created something that people want to be a part of like that. And they, and they make ways for me. Yeah. Right. Where, Cause remember, um, after a while it got a little hard to start like shooting at Brewers. Brewers mm-hmm. took off at the same time as the show took off. Yeah. Um, so it was getting difficult to shoot there. Um, you know, I put myself out. I remember going to different businesses. It was a new like startup business in Carytown. Um, they ain't there no more, they but <laughs> no. Um, and you know, I went in there and I'm, I'm asking the guy, can we basically shoot at your place? Cause then a week before I had met one of the workers and he's like, this is the space that we have. And we want people from the community to come in. When I showed up to speak about it again, he didn't work there no more. Um, mm. I, I guess he got fired. So the owner had no clue. Um, they was kind of like playing me a little bit, like laughing, like, oh, you're the worker you talk to, blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, I'm asking, could they sponsor me? Just using like different language. Maybe that wasn't the correct thing I should have said. Um, and he was like, well, how is that going to benefit me? Like, what can I do to, to write this off in taxes? And I was like, dog, I just want to use the building. Like, <laughs> I, I'm not asking you to put no money into it. But once I got down to showing him who's been on the show, he knew those people. So he knew Joy Gallo. He knew Noah O. He, you know, he knew Lonnie B. He had these deep relationships with these folks. And he was like, off the strength of who you had on the show, I'm going to let you come in here and shoot. Mm, had the receipts. You know what I mean? So, like, that was dope for the one episode we shot there, Jess Snyder. And then after that, it just didn't work. Mm. Um, but from that again, we... I, for- I forgot we shot that, yeah. Yeah, we shot... That's, she did the, time, uh, yeah. the, the Lauren Hill album. Yeah. And, um you know had to take a break again after that because we didn't have a place to shoot um we shot at what is now chalele their brick and mortar um i forget what it was called before then so soleil soleil shot at episode there we never released it blair's episode sorry blair um but we shot an episode there. But this is just, like, people opening up their spaces because you've had portraits there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just, you know, off the strength of what we built, people opening up their spaces to us. Um, and then that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And so, and Walks Cheats, who had the connection at the ICA, which was new um, at the time. And he's like, look, let me just, you know, speak to some people, and I'll be back in touch. And... We got to shoot in that beautiful space, like, for a whole new vault. We revamped the whole show. Like, it's like, we're shooting here. We need to redo the intro. Yeah, rebranding. Rebrand for sure. Um, And that was just crazy. And it it was sometimes weird being in there because you know, like, remember, like, people will walk by and look at us like, what are y'all doing? Yeah. In the whole shot. Remember that boy was standing, like, the, like he was security. He was just standing. He was just standing in the shot with his arms folded, like, what y'all doing? Sir, dude, like, I, we have permission to be here. But, um, you know, even just being in that and, and working with shooting in a live installation, yeah. you know, with, with people who are coming in from the public, walking in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think visually, like, we did some of our best work. Yeah, I think that was, like, um, yeah. We switched to, like, that two-camera component. So you had, like, the stationary, but then you also had, like, the room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were in our bags. Shots is fire, yeah. We were in our bags on that one. So yeah. some of my favorite um, episodes have definitely come from from that volume, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you – so what is – if you had to pick, because I know you, you was trying to figure out earlier, if you had to pick – because initially I remember you were telling me I think it was like Ricky's at one point. Story? Yes. I love Ricky's story just because 
um, it was so Virginia and like um, yeah, cause the clips, right? He he did well. He did the Nerd album. Oh, nerd. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, you remember? I know. Who am I today? I don't know. Um, but you know, he did that album, and it was so Virginia based. And I remember, like, you know, I'm I'm a young adolescent at that time, so I'm I'm growing up and having experiences, and I'm you know, I knew the things that he was talking about. I remember when Creative Rex, like, everybody was wearing those and, you know, Pharrell and it was popping off and how proud I was just because you ain't from Richmond, but you're still from Virginia and that counts. You know what I mean? Um, And then I remember, like, having an idea about wanting, and I hadn't even talked to you about it, but I had an idea about how we would edit the the B-roll shots. And I wanted it to be, like, slow motion into, like, a fast thing. And that episode was so fire, you went home and edited it that night. Like, when I got home <laughs> that night, you had already sent me the file. Like, I started working on it. Look at it. And you did that, like, slow motion into the fast, and we hadn't even talked. <laughs> we be here. Sometimes you scare me. And um, I just, again, so many good feelings. It was like, And that episode was special to me, too, because it took a while to shoot because we were supposed to shoot him two years ago mm. before we did that. Um, and, then, you know, scheduling things, it didn't work out. Um, but it happened when it was supposed to happen. Yeah. Um, and that was a whole shift. Like I did a whole thing, you know, um, with people who are in the city creatively, but also like, I remember I said, you know, have their faith woven into like the fabric of their work. So Sterling, you know, Radio B, he had just put up, uh, Jesus never wears a suit, you know, um, everything like that. So that whole volume right there, um, that was very special to me. Sterling's, he's one of my favorite just because of visually. We shot Ricky's in like the afternoon, so we lost that sunlight. But yeah. Sterling's, it's Chris. Yes. So that one, um, for the visuals, Ricky for the memories, um, Joy Gallo just for the story. Um, just because, you know, he remembered coming down from to- the Toronto Blue Jays game and putting on that Nas album. Um, no, Nas that came out and putting on that Jay-Z and how, you know, they rode all the way back to, 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 to Virginia listening to it. And But it was also the conversation that we had about, um, you know, him being industry connected. And these are what the the white executives wanted. Right. They, they they told him, oh, you need to get tattoos or you need mm-hmm. to, um, you know, get some piercings. And, and that's why basically saying that these things are the reasons why we as black people gravitate to the artists. And I felt so offended. Like not only did I start Music Hills like as a response to what I was seeing visually on the news every day, which was a lot of police brutality in 2016. So I wanted to show us in a different light, but I also wanted to prove that we have experiences and memories to music just like anybody else does. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to create a platform where we could get those stories off. Yeah. And so that's it. Yeah. And, and like I said before, like there were so many people who resonated with it. Mm-hmm. And I also forgot we had Chauncey. We sure daggone did. We had Chauncey on there. Yes. AT aliens versus Equimini. That's, that's the whole, that's a whole thing. Like to this day, music has no, um, Outcast two biggest albums. It's either a, you're a Quimini or you're AT Aliens, and he was AT Aliens. That was dope too. I remember we put out his whole. I'm remembering these things in back. spurts. Yeah. Um, but we did him, Marcus Gold, and Daniel. 
mm-hmm. and that was like the one of the last series that we shot in Brewers yeah. and I remember putting out like we did a trailer for the first time yeah, yeah. oh man the trailer was fire it was great <laughs> yeah it was in our bags yeah I think you know there are I mean people still come to you mm-hmm. and still talk about the show still to this day and still act you to be on it you know i'm, I'm just going to ask a question that everyone else is asking or want to ask you know <laughs> you know when are you potentially bringing you know that show back because you know i i haven't done one you know i haven't <laughs> i haven't been in front of the camera <laughs> i got stories to tell oh man <laughs> so have you thought about bringing it back of course I always think about bringing it back, but I think that um, one, like, obviously, people know, like, yes, it's my idea, but this is a a venture that we take on together, right? So you had, you know, popped off, and you were doing, you know, all of these things, um, you know, then both of us went through what we went through with our battles with grief, you know, um, you know, losing family members and things like that, um, and then also, I remember... Cheats telling me one day that basically, like, to get more things under my belt because I didn't want to, you know, be stuck as, like, a one-trick pony. And I think that that has, like, stuck with me. Um, Yes, I know the importance of Music Hills. I know how powerful it is. That is the one that's near and dear to my heart. But I have so many other ideas that I've also been working on throughout this time you know, that I've told you about, um, you know, we've written treatments and, you know, created outlines and um, things like that. And the, the show is ready to go concept wise. These other shows is just, you know, life happened. So I kind of want to get those things out there too. For sure. Um, and you know, maybe 2022, (laughs) maybe, maybe 2022 if, you know, Rona, chill on us a little bit yeah um we do need a new place to 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 record mm-hmm. um someone did say that they had an idea for okay work yeah okay um again this is not me like this is i don't know just the power of the show and people like what do i need to do to help you make yeah. this happen and you know i'm very grateful for that um but i want to do everything yeah um not just that so um Let's say 2022. Let's okay. aim for that. Hey, y'all heard that, right? Y'all heard it. Yeah, right. Keep me accountable. Everybody who heard that or everyone who's <laughs> listening or watching, you heard that. You, you saw keep me that. Accountable, <laughs> I promise. I'm going to create a little clip oh, no. off of this and put that as that. Oh, no. <laughs> 2022. Music Hill returns. 2022 is a lump. Listen, we got the tail end of winter, spring, summer, okay? She didn't specify. I didn't specify when. If it's going to come in January, February. That's facts. Third quarter, fourth quarter. We could she get said back to October again and it'll still be 2022 next year. <laughs> One year later. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. <laughs> we, for everyone out there who's waiting, uh, we just, we're just going to have to wait. We're just gonna have to wait. Let me like okay. I, let's let me say this. If I get the Sue show like really off of the ground a little bit, as far as I know who the who the host will be, as far as um, location, 
you know, getting the, the restaurants to agree and, and figuring out how we're going to operate and, um, you know, and get the show off in the way that I envision it within Corona, like it within, you know, still being very much so in a pandemic. If that, if I feel comfortable, like, okay, and I get a hard date maybe with that, then I can delve back into music heels. Cause that's, that's really nothing. That's just me. I already know who I want to have next is just really finding out what's up with this new location and then getting the records. Yeah. Securing the records for the guests and that's it. Okay. Yeah. I, I feel you. I, I think everyone could uh, agree to the things that you're saying right now and it makes sense. Thank you. So after music kills and, you know, taking the suggestions from cheats, mm. what did you transition to afterwards? After Music Heals, um, I just started really developing more ideas for shows. Um, the one, one that I just mentioned, um, another one, A Different Nerd. Um, so I really wrote those ideas down and tried to just conceptualize it. Who am I going to get to be on the show? What is it going to be about? Where is it going to live? You know, things like that. And then... Um, more opportunities started popping off for me. So um, Richard Hernandez, who also has been on the show, um, talked about the Wu-Tang album. Um, they branched off from the Cheats Movement podcast and started Booze and Grooves, him and Hip Hop Henry. Um, and they wanted a woman to be a part of the show to just to bring that perspective and, and have that voice. And so they reached out to me um, to come on and be a part of it. And I say yes. And so I am one of the, um, you know, co-hosts of Booze and, Boo- Booze and Grooves podcast. So it's Big Rich, KB, Bobby Fresh, me, Melodic when he shows up, and Hip Hop Henry. And, um, you know, basically we just get together, um, play music, tell stories, commentate a little bit on, on pop culture, what's going on. But it's really just us, um, you know, coming together as music lovers who again have had these experiences to music so you play if whoever, whatever song hip-hop plays it could send somebody down the memory lane you know what i mean mm-hmm. like you playing lou ross and kb got a story about how he almost got the fighting with lou ross which is crazy <laughs> to me you know what i mean like um you know rich is always messing with girls and oh i like this girl in the third grade this song was playing and cressida doesn't i don't know any and i'm young so I don't know what they be talking. What is a Cressida? It was a, it's a car. Yeah. For those of us who are young and don't know, it's a car. Um, so that, um, and that's about to come back. We just got approached to um, bring the show back and be a part of a network. Mm. Um, you know, so we're working on that. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, after that, they also had the idea to start an all-vinyl dance party called Wax Buildup. And again, they called me and asked me, did I want to host? Now, this one I don't understand because I'm a horrible host. I don't like being in front of cameras. I definitely don't like being on mics. So I'm, I'm very bad at public speaking. So I'm not that good at it, not going to lie. If you come to a West Build-Up show, you probably see me in the corner. Um, but that's, again, where we are able, as music lovers, to get off everything because we're not confined to having to play top 40 because it's on vinyl mm. um yeah so it's all genres all eras all vinyl that's the tagline that i um came up with for this sh- for oh, the show 
<laughs> and um yeah that's a that's taking us you know to to new heights you know getting into locations where i normally probably wouldn't go um like the jungle room you know we've been in black iris just talked to chance and he wants us to come here to common house and you know mm. th- throw a party here which is a demographic that i didn't think would fit us but i guess the work speaks for itself yeah um you know so those are the only two things that i really do outside of um my my own personal mm. ideas have you have you sat down and really thought about how having a, have how having a idea which is which was music hills mm. and how that has like changed your life in many ways yeah like i i totally know like that me meeting all of these people and getting all of these opportunities directly relates to the work that i've done which started with music hills um and even before that, probably, like, starting with Daniel, like, I really met a lot of people. Like, that's when I first found out about Earl Mack and Chalele and, mm-hmm. you know, different different things like that. And, and so, yeah, a lot of the groundwork that I laid, I know that where I'm at now, even though still very much babyish, is because of, you know, what I, the work I put in back then. Yeah. Those, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the testament to, like, anybody out anybody out there listening uh if you have an idea just like go for it go for it write it down because we commit things better to memory once we write it down that's why you know like (laughs) you know because you always hit me up on like a text and you be like what you think about this (laughs) and then you like build off of that i I always tell now i'm about to get on you i always (laughs) say like knox is like a math teacher because you can never s- say you like something and that be it. Like, you have to show your work. You know how math teachers used to be like, nah, you got to show your work. You just can't say, say the answer. Yep. You're going to be like, no, why? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they be like, just because I said so. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, But no, like, you know, I, I, I can see why you need, like, a little bit more detail, you know, in it. Um, and so... <sighs> I forget what I was talking about. I told you. This is, I told you I'd be forgetting. Like, I, I get lost in my brain. That's all good. You, you were speaking about how if you have an idea, make sure to write it down. Please write it down. Um, like I was saying, you commit it to memory um, better when you write things down. Um, and then you could just, you could always come back to it. Back, bef- back in the day, like, I, I really got to go through my things because I probably have thousands of sticky notes I'm for I was forever at work like getting an idea and writing it on a sticky note. Mm. Um honestly I've been doing that since college. In the back of like comms class, the professor talking and I get an idea about something and I'm writing it at the top of my notes. Um and things like that. So um I'm a big proponent of writing things down and then building it out from there and don't put that pressure on yourself to feel like you have to have it out like at a certain time. Because I come up with ideas. What I'm about to do in 2022, I thought about years ago. Mm. Um, but I gave myself that time to flesh it out. Yeah. Um, you know, and now and now it's pretty much ready. Mm. They're pretty much ready to go. Yeah. So at, at what point would you call yourself a novice c- creative? 
or a, a master creative? Ooh. How long do you think that would take? Would it take, you know, having a lot more things underneath your belt or years? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'd ever call myself a master. I don't think that's language that I would ever place upon myself. I feel like somebody else has to do that. If if they ask me to do a master class, maybe then I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll think about it then. But I just don't. Um, I have to get you doing a, a workflow. Oh. <laughs> Me and my mouth, man. We get <laughs> you these. forgot. You forgot who you talking to, yeah, right? You dang. forgot what this uh, brand was all about. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I don't. I don't think that I would ever like classify myself as that. Um, I feel like that's for other people to say. But I think once I get a little bit more skills um, under my belt, when I get a, um, you know, more projects, I feel a little bit more confident. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in my ability right now, it's just the ideas. Yeah. I, I would like to have like more technical skills. Yeah. Um. So I'm not so dependent on other people. I got you. Yeah. I mean, that's understandable. Mm-hmm. That's understandable. I, me myself, I still don't feel as if like I'm at any sort of mastery level, mm-hmm. regardless of like how many years or how many projects I've I've done. Yeah. You know, speaking to earlier about when we were speaking about like if you would take a pill, um, to to know everything. Um, I still feel as if like if if I knew how to do everything and in a, in a sense of like creativity or just being a creative, I would still feel the same way mm. because there are things out there that like I don't know. Like, where's the fun in that? You yeah. know what I mean? Knowing knowing everything, there's no, there would be no enlightenment from the hundred pages a day. You know what I mean? Yeah. You facts. know that that feeling like facts. when you when you see something for the first time and it hit. Yeah. And you like, oh, yeah. Let me break out the green marker for this, the 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 the, the highlighter. Like you you know, let me commit this to memory. I never want to like lose that feeling. Mm. Yeah. No. And I, I was thinking about this. So I was talking to someone, and you know, they were you know, a, a lot of us say if we get to a point in our lives, we would be good, right? Mm. Like whether we had a particular house whether we had a particular job whether we had like a set of money we feel as if like we would be good but like typically what happens is when people get to that place two things they're never settled or like Mm. when they get to that place they are like bored Mm. right so Mm -hmm. there's like no creativity and when you have everything ultimately right Mm -hmm. like creativity is birthed out of like limitation mm. like when you don't have something so you have to have you have to find a way to um to, to be able to create that thing within like those those limitations and those boundaries that you have and when you have everything it's like one you have like too many options mm. or two you're not motivated because you ha- already have it mm. put that on a shirt this is when you know, like, when I hear something that's really good, I'll probably yell at you, put that on the shirt. <laughs> put that on the shirt. Creativity is birthed out of limitations. Yeah, creativity is birthed out of limitations. Write that down. You know, I mean, also, like, with hip-hop, too, right? Like, mm-hmm. that was birthed out of these this, this these inner-city kids mm-hmm. just using the records of their parents mm-hmm. and creating a, a whole new sound. Bro, plugging up into, like, the street lamps outside for the electricity, like... They gonna make we gonna make a way. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
So yeah, um, so we we worked on a project together. Well, we worked on like mini projects. Yeah. We worked on mini projects. Yeah. Um, the more project I want to speak about, the most recent project we worked on, uh, the one that was in our first uh, film festival. Yeah. Um, healing. Healing. Yes. That's the one. Yes. Isn't it amazing to you can go ahead and and, and talk about it now, but like. How does it feel? It's my show now. How does it feel, <laughs> how does it feel to have worked on your first short film officially, right? Because you, you, you just like me. Like, you be putting out things all the time. Like, you have ideas, and, and you're going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you started on Two Street. You know, you started on, um, what is it, A Long and uh, Endless Night, A Long and Stormy Night? Yep, yep, yep something like that um something like that um you know so you have you know these bodies of work under your belt but healing is the actual full Mm -hmm. short film Mm -hmm. how does it feel to have done something like that for the first time and it got into a film festival i don't think i've really like sat down with it Mm -hmm. even if even though we had a couple of screenings when we had the opportunity to be able to speak about it and to respond to questions that people had about it yeah i haven't like really sat down with it and and that's like with all of my projects Mm. right like i don't know how i feel about them Mm. right because like once i do one thing then it's like on to the next (laughs) one on to the next one (laughs) right yeah so it's like you know you know how it is like you you have an idea and he's like oh man like i'm gonna do this it's just Mm -hmm. super dope Mm -hmm. then it's like you do that it's like okay, I got another idea. Like yeah. this gonna be like better than the last idea. Yeah. And so it's like I haven't really sat down to really think about one the effects of it, mm. and two, you know, just the process of it. And I, I think, but I would say one thing about this is like due to due to the the screenings, I, I did have more time to reflect. Yeah. I did have more time to reflect because like we had to like respond definitely to it. And, you know, I realized that like the catalyst of certain things was the birth of healing. Basically. Oh, you might say something else and you can go on a shirt. <laughs> oh man. No, like definitely. Um, and I just I think that also speaks to who we are as people. Um, working on the 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 film and holding the Q and A's definitely put us in the position to receive praise, even though that's not why we held the Q and A sessions afterwards. It was because this is our first time. How can we make this better, in your opinion? Um, but amongst the I wouldn't say criticisms. The the helpful hints um, that we did get was a lot of accolades, mm. um, and you know people f- flying in from different states to to come to the screening. That you know what I mean? Huge. Like that was big. That was crazy. That was big for you. Like I know that had to feel amazing. That felt like, really good. Cali though, like across the country. I know, and she's surprised. Like I didn't know until that day. Cali. I just I heard this knock at my door, and I thought it was my little sister when I looked at the peephole. And so, like, yeah, that's crazy. Just, you know, having those people who want to celebrate those moments like that. Like, no, this is 
a bigger deal than you're allowing yourself to, you know, realize right now it's okay to like live in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That, that whole process, you know, when we just the ideation process of it, you know, getting everyone who was initially a part of it, coming up with it, mm-hmm. shooting it, like, you know, finding a place and us being nested in this beautiful home. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just allowing months to go by and like the things that happened within like those months and yeah. how it was able to get the film to like where it get to, got to. Mm-hmm. And ultimately just having this experience and, you know, I just kind of like want to touch more on that. Just, just like having an idea and just like going for it. Yeah. Like, cause that was just like an idea. Like you did. It was just like an idea. And you know, like, and I, I tell this to, well, I just said this to you like the other week, like we do the work of teams. Like people have several people (laughs) in place to produce the things that you and I produce. Mm -hmm. Um, and we just get together, we'll have an idea and build it out like on our own. Um, and I feel like that's what that's what happened here. Like because you remember you met Dorian when we had the idea for R V the R V A versus Richmond show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah yeah. And that's when I first like put you in touch with, you know, we were looking for screenwriters. I'm up you on that one. Um you met Dorian because of Music Hills. Very true. I was about to I was about <laughs> to go back down that lane too, which is wow. He was doing things with, with Noah O and he's another one, um, who you know, I look to because he has the equipment to shoot. He's knowledgeable about uh, knowledgeable about um, shooting film and taking pictures. But he's a screenwriter. Mm-hmm. Like that's his bread and butter. Yeah. So you know, and he was one of the ones that told me once when I was telling him, you know, that I realized photography wasn't my thing. He was like, "But you still need those basics of photography, though. Yeah. Like you still are gonna have to go back Facts. and get those things under your belt." Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, and it, and he just ended up just being a cool guy, and he used to go out on these shoots, and I remember he you know put out there one day, hey, who wants to come out with me, and you know, shoot. so me, I'm put me in, coach, I want to come, <laughs> you know what I mean? So you know, just building, you know, stuff off of that, and I knew he was a screen, he let me read his stuff, and I was coming to the the workshops that he had, um, and then you know, you and I were building out that idea, and put him in touch with you and then you hit him up on your own though mm-hmm. so you had already had the band of brothers together mm-hmm. um you know you had kaylin you had Monty, you had dorian you had the concept um and you so graciously allowed me to come along for the ride stop playing <laughs> yeah so thank you for that yeah a couple years ago i came to the conclusion that like i already had everything that i needed mm in a sense of like if I, if I wanted to create something the the tools and the resources that I needed was like already around me mm. I just had to find a way to like to put it together that's 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 all it was like I had like people who made music mm-hmm. like the screenwriter like mm-hmm. the actors like anything that I wanted to have in my life it was like it was all around me like it wasn't going to come to me. I had to like go out there and like get it yeah. or just like to even ask questions. Mm. And once like I came to that conclusion, I was like, yo, like this don't like right there. Like God is not like 
he's not bringing it to me as in a sense of like they're coming to me and, and doing things or like wanting me to do things. I already had the idea, and I was like, all I had to do was just like ask this person, like boom, like just connect. Ultimately, it's like, you know, like those those books back in the day where like it would be like dots to be able to form like, whether it was like a star or like a character. Yeah. Like it it was that's all it was. Mm-hmm. I just had to connect the dots. Like I had the ideas like boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Healing. Yeah. That's what it was, bro. Like I appreciate too, like just, you know, as someone who's your friend and as someone who's, you know, around you often, you know, working with you in a creative capacity, just seeing like your growth. Like, I remember when you told me, like, I'm about to do this full time. You know what I mean? Prayed about it and then actually, like, did it. And once you stepped out there, like, on faith, you just were provided for. You know what I mean? Like, the opportunities just just came into place. And we're always, like, in the space of I want to learn. I want to get this, like, under my belt. So we be out here almost about to be directing tv shows you know what i mean because it's something we never did before but we're not gonna say no like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like you even though you've never like done that tv show you're like i think it'd be dope to get this to see what it's about and we in production meetings with you know what i mean like (laughs) this is about to be on tv and it's like we still babies in this but you're not about to act like it you're not gonna let your price reflect that which i which i appreciate and you're not gonna let anybody try to diminish your work, mm-hmm. right? You set a level of like expectation and like a level of excellency, and you don't let nobody play you. Nah. I appreciate like seeing it, and then like sometimes you'll send me the text, Is this too harsh? and it'll be <laughs> like, You know, people be trying to almost look at you like you're sure. Oh, I've worked with this team, but it's like you don't need a team, you know what I mean. I appreciate being able to witness that, like, as your friend. That's, like, when I finally, you know, get there, it's, like, I have that expectation. Like, I know what road to follow because you already walked down the path. Yeah. So thank you for that. (laughs) I told you it's my show now. (laughs) (laughs) So introduce yourself. (laughs) I am Alex. (laughs) I am Alex Black, and this is the Great <laughs> And today's guest is a guest that been on every single day. Nah, because I said, Knox got me in here on camera being scared. I'm going to come in here and make him laugh. That was my goal today. Yes. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay. We even it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, what is what's next for you? Do you have three year goals, eight year goals for the things that you want to accomplish creatively? Um, like I said, like one of my my I think my first goal is to really get um the suit the Sioux show off the ground. I've had that idea for like a number of years and that just stems from my love of cooking shows. I love watching cooking shows. 
especially like a well shot cooking show. Yeah. Remember that episode I showed y'all of Chef's Table? Yeah, I remember that. <sighs> I just want to make work like that. And I'm very passionate about putting people who look like me in these spaces. So I don't see a lot of young black and brown cooking show, food show hosts. But mm. I know that we enjoy these things too. Um, and so that's where the idea of, of the sous show came. I don't want to say too much. Yeah. Just, you know, yeah. somebody, might, somebody might take it from me. Hey, nah, just get that, get um, that thing copyrighted. But yeah, like... Trademarked. You know, I had that idea. I remember I told you about it and when we were going to go get passports and I hit you up and asked you to be a part. Years later is when we actually, like, I wrote the treatment and we shot the intro with Daniel. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that goes back to writing it down, you know, making a plane. Then we got that time to develop it. Um, And now we're here now. Of course, you know, things life happened, pandemic. Um, And so that's the thing that I really want to focus on first because even Daniel be asking me, like, what we gonna do this show like you know what i mean i've already you know pitched the con and we went to his house that one time yeah, um, and yeah. pitched the concept to him and he mm-hmm. said yes um so i really want to um take advantage of richmond's you know food and beverage scene um you know and and put a show like that together um you know i think it'll be dope it's something that i haven't done because <laughs> Today I realized that everything that I do is basically revolved around music, like everything I'm involved in. So I'm stepping out of um, that comfort zone of, of music and going into an area where I really don't know anything about it. I just enjoy seeing these things. So yeah. that's it. That's good. That's and good. And music hills. And music hills. You heard that, guys. Late 2022. Late 20. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. I'm with you on that because, like, when it came to like driving the app, I just said, uh, coming uh, 2021, <laughs> coming 2021, but it's coming real soon. And folks don't even know how long we've been, we, you know what I mean? Like, you've had that idea, and you know, we've been working together, like, building it out. It's been many different levels to that. Facts. So, facts. So, we're, we're, we're about to wrap it up, and um, it's, it's one of the, this is the time that I give the guest, or am I the guest? You're the guest, but I'll let you go ahead and narrate. We're going to give the host. <laughs> Thank you. We're going to give a host the, the closing uh, statements. Um, typically at this time, we give the person who's on um, to leave something with for the people. Mm. You know, with you calling yourself a baby creative, mm-hmm. someone new in the game, what would you give, what would you tell those people who are just starting or who just have ideas and, you know, are afraid to execute and the opportunities that can come to them if they just give them give themselves like an opportunity just to follow. Mm. You, 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 you said it just right there. Put that on the shirt. Give yourself an opportunity. Honestly, that's what it's all about. Um, you know, I started this. I used to be someone who could recognize a good idea and always wanted to, but it was someone else's idea, but I wanted to be a part of it. I just wanted to help and, you know, in some aspect. Um, and that didn't always work out for me. And so then I just started developing my own ideas 
and it's never too late. Um, write it down. I'm such a big proponent of writing it down, making it plain, um, and and taking that time to build it out. Get, I'm gonna look in the camera. Give yourself the grace to build the idea out. Um, step out of your comfort zones because sometimes when you don't know people and you want to execute something a certain way, it is a, it is scary um, putting yourself out there because people could say no. People could try to play you. I don't deal with disrespect well, so <laughs> <laughs> there's that. Um, but like Knox said, give yourself the opportunity um, to at least see what could happen with it. Um, you know, I, I'm someone who works in a lot of male-dominated um industries you know what I mean um so it's hard being the only girl sometimes um but I still do it so still just do it just like Nike said um no like even though that's kind of cliche just do it you you know you never know what experiences are waiting for you like around what opportunities you know I feel like God was just waiting for me to trust him and step out on faith and all of the opportunities were already laid down for me to walk into i just had to get over the hump you know what i'm saying and meet him halfway a little bit on that um and then it just come from there so just i i think that is so great what you said give yourself the opportunity that sums it up give yourself the opportunity hey i don't know if y'all actually seen that but that is that was big of her for being someone who never wanted to be in front of the camera to looking directly at the camera. All right, my heart's starting to beat. Don't do that. Looking directly oh. at the camera. That's on that insecure joint growth. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I hate it. Remember the first time I I shot a music hills short? Yeah. I was sick for a week <laughs> after that. I was so nervous not good in front of the kid. That was horrible. That was a horrible time, and I really got like physically sick for a week. So this is growth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it shows you with having an idea how much growth you can have over the course of the years mm-hmm. if you give yourself the opportunity to follow that. Put that on a shirt. <laughs> now I want in. <laughs> I want equity. <laughs> Have you laughed this much in one of these? No, nah, nah, I nah. knew it was gonna cut up. Like I knew it. <laughs> now people seek because you're always cool. Hey, you gotta you gotta keep that mystique. Listen, you gotta keep that mystique. You mystiqueless today. <laughs> nah, I realized just doing this kind of some of the mystique is gonna go away. Mm-hmm. So I realized that, but you know, it's opening other opportunities. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah, but this was uh, this is great. Thank this you. is great. This is great. Yeah, I think we had a, a great dialogue. And we are like an hour in. Really? Yeah. Wow. It doesn't feel like it, does it? No, it doesn't. Yeah. Thank you for this. I appreciate this. For sure, for sure. I, I like a, That's why I reached out. I knew you would be a, a, a great guest slash host. And uh, it would be great for so many people, you know, just starting out and, you know, wanting to go towards ideas, mm-hmm. but being afraid to. Mm-hmm. And you are a reflection of that mm. and you've seen some of the results of that and i thought you was gonna say you were a reflection of me i'm gonna say <laughs> pause 
<laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> nah, like, honestly, I feel like <laughs> this is about to be how after we edit Music Hills episodes and we be gassing each other in the comments, <laughs> I'm about to throw that drone right back on you. Nah, like, being your friend, like, really has given me, like, the permission to take chances on myself. So I appreciate that. Like, you you never let me play myself. Mm, you shouldn't. Like, I'm producer of, of, of healing and editor because you <laughs> told me, what do you want your title to be? And I gave myself some, like, lowly whatever made-up thing, and you <laughs> came back and was like, producer or art director, <laughs> pick one. <laughs> like... You never, you never let me play myself. So give yourself more credit. Yeah, you you put the work in. I appreciate that. Of course, of course. Well, thank you for being on once again. Thank you for having um, me. This is Antonio Knox with Alex Black, and peace this out. Been the gradient. This <laughs> yes, this has been the gradient. <laughs> Good.